Hi, I'm Danny Simon, and I lead the New Life Fellowship Church here at Manipal. I'm so glad that you tuned in with us today to listen to our audio podcast. Do subscribe so that you can tune in every week. You know, I believe that a spoken word can change lives, and my prayer and my hope is that as you listen to today's message, it will change your life as you know it. Enjoy the message. Let me just, uh, you know, upfront, just bail me out, you know, in the beginning, because uh, let me tell you this, you know, what I'm going to share today is um, not something that I would like to share or that I've actually shared before. This fact, you know, this is a new experience for me as well. Um, if you remember, you know, two weeks ago, I said, you know, probably from today, next week, and the week after that, I would like to certify or I would like to call or you know rate these messages as a PG-13. You know what PG-13 stands for, right? Any one of you here, ex- apart from the kids who is below 16 here? No, right? Okay, so good. You, you guys are qualified to listen to this message, all right? Okay, so we've been in the midst of our series, um, and uh, well, it's it's. I think it's been a good series so far. We've covered two parts already, all right? The series title is called "Love, Sex, and Marriage." All right. We've covered two weeks of this whole message. And uh, let me just say this, you know, we are trying to make every effort to make all of these messages on audio available on podcast. So, you know, I'm just saying, listen, if you want to go back, you want to listen to some of these messages, please, please feel free to go back and pick up these messages and, you know, go over it again and again, if that's what you want to do. Okay, so let me just recap a couple of things, you know, before we get into what I want to share today. All right, we saw over the last two weeks, you know, two very specific things. Okay, one, we saw that, you know, God has created each of us very specifically designed us for relationships. It's not, you know, God's plan. It's not God's will, you know, that we should actually remain alone. And today, you know, like I said, if you if you look and if you look back over the last one year, Okay, one of the things that COVID isolation or lockdown has encouraged us or, you know, prompted us to do is what? Is to remain alone, is to remain isolated, you know, stay away from the crowd, stay away from people. And can I tell you this, that it was never God's design for us to remain alone. We saw this, you know, in the life of Adam and Eve, that was that we covered it in the first week. All right. We also saw this very specifically intact, you know, many times, you know, when we talk about relationships, when we talk about, you know, okay, man, you know, I, I, I want a boyfriend, I want a girlfriend, or, you know, we're talking about getting married. What is the first thing that we do? We try to see, or we try to look for a person whom we think, you know, we can actually relate to, or we can actually get into a relationship with. And, you know, I think, you know, we changed the tide, we, changed, we flipped it around a bit. And, you know, here's what we looked at in the first week. We said that, you know, instead of trying to find the right person, let's flip it around and try to become the right person. You know, instead of, you know, going around and searching, okay, you know, I like this about him or I like this about her, you know, why don't we turn the tables and we look at ourselves and we, you know, evaluate ourselves from a point like, listen, am I the right person for that particular person that I'm looking for? All right. Um, Can I, can I say this? Okay. I said this last time that, you know, that I was here in week two, you know, if you can actually translate this, if you can actually look at yourself instead of looking to the other person. Can I tell you this? You will find success in every relationship that you have. If you flip the tables and you say, listen, I'm not going to look for the flaws or the shortcomings in the other person that's around. me." You know, I've seen this happen in many marriages. Okay. You know, marriages normally what the spouses do with each other. They look at each other. They point fingers and they say that, you know, I, you know, this is bad about that person. This is bad. And it's so easy to find out the flaws in the other person. Very rarely have I come across spouses who come and actually tell me, you know what? The problem is not with my husband. The problem is not with my wife. The problem is me. Very rarely have I come across this. And can I tell you this? If you can actually look at yourself, you can point fingers at yourself. You know what? There are flaws, there are shortcomings in the other person, but I see a lot of flaws and shortcomings in me. And that's why I said, if you can flip it around, look at yourself, evaluate yourself and say that, you know, I need to work on myself rather than, you know, trying to fix the other person. You will find success in every relationship that you are in. All right. We saw this also, okay, um, about, you know, Jesus's, you know, how he brought about a completely different paradigm. He brought about a new relational principle. We saw this the last time that we were here. You know, Jesus brought this new principle about relationships. Okay. Jesus came about and he here's what he said. Okay. 
John's gospel, you know, John wrote this 15 verse 12. Here's what Jesus said. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. In other words, you know, he flipped it around, you know, completely because, you know, here's the truth. Many times, you know, and I covered most of this in your know, last time that we were here, but I don't want us to miss this one particular state. All right. When you start following Jesus, when you start following Jesus' paradigm or Jesus' relational principle and you say that, listen, I'm going to love somebody not the way that I have been loved, not the way that I've seen love displayed. And can I tell you this? Most of us, we have seen love displayed in two places. You know where it's been? One is in our homes. One is in the movies and what, you know, the TV sitcoms, whatever that you've seen. We've seen love displayed in these two places and many times the way that we emulate or way that we try to actually do things is by we see the love that is being shown or displayed and we try to imitate or emulate the same thing in our relationships. And here's what Jesus said. Jesus said, listen, if you should love somebody, don't love it the way that you've seen it. Don't love, you know, the way that, you know, it's been displayed towards you. Don't display love the way that you have received love either. You know what he's saying? He's saying this in this one particular thing. Listen, if you should love somebody, love somebody the way that I have loved you. I've seen your shortcomings. I've seen your flaws. And yet I have loved you, you know, like anything before. And, you know, the last two weeks, if you, you know, remember, we, we looked at, you know, what Paul did. Paul, the apostle, he took this one command. He teased it out. He broke it down. He contextualized this. And he wrote 1 Corinthians chapter 13, you know, for famously known as the love chapter. And if you remember, you know, we looked at every one of those qualities. And he says, listen, when Jesus said you should love somebody the way that he's loved you, this is the way that you should love them. All right. So as I said, listen, if you've gotten those messages, go back. Okay. Pick it up. Listen to it. Okay. And I'm telling you, if you actually start practicing those principles, there's something that I told all the young people, you know, last two weeks that we met. Listen, don't wait to get into a relationship. You know, sometimes, you know, what I hear sometimes when we talk about relationship principles, you know, here's what the people come and tell me. Danny, I understand all the principles that you're talking about, but I will apply these principles when I actually get into a relationship or I actually get into marriage. And you know, what's the problem with that? Can I tell you upfront, you know, what's the problem with that kind of a mindset? The problem with that kind of a mindset is what, you know, many of us, we actually do in our present relationships today. Do you know what we actually do in our relationships today? You know, when I say, listen, practice these things even right now, which means, you know, practice this with your dad, practice this with your mom, practice this with your brother, with your sister, you know, the relationships that you already have around you. You know what the tendency often or what I keep hearing most of the time? Oh, come on, Danny. This is my brother. This is my sister. This is my dad, this is my mom. I mean, you know, they know. I mean, it's okay. I don't have to actually practice these principles. And can I tell you this? The problem with that mindset is, the what mindset you have right now about your dad or your mom or your siblings or whoever it is, you know what the problem is? When you get married, you know what's going to happen? Oh, come on, Danny. It's my husband. It's just my wife. It's okay. The problem many times is we tend to take our relationships for granted, don't we? We tend to take our relationship for granted and we think like, you know what? All these principles are good. I understand what Jesus said. I understand what Paul says in 1 Corinthians 13. But really, I mean, this is... We tend to take our relationship. That's why I'm telling you, listen, you got to get this right. If you should practice any of these things before, you know, God brings that right person. All you young unmarried people, I'm telling this again and again and again. Listen. If before God brings that right person whom you know you're supposed to live your entire life with, start practicing these principles. And I'm telling you, you will find success in every relationship that they get into. Alright? So, that's what, you know, we, this thing and uh, if you remember, you know, last time that we met, week two, we ended up on this one particular note, you know, Paul, at the end of that whole list, you know, here's what he says. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 11. This is where I want to pick up from today, alright? Here's what Paul said. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Paul was saying, you know, I mean, he makes that whole list. If you go back to 1 Corinthians 30, he makes that entire list there. And here's what he says. You know, listen, all of these things are there and everything is there. But listen, I want you to understand something. When I was a child, I used to do childish things. But when I became a man, I put away all my childish thinking, my activities everything behind me and if you remember last week you know this is what i said children often tend to believe in fairy tales okay and fairy tale endings are normally we know what fairy tale endings look like don't we 
fairy tale's ending is the prince gets married to the princess and they lived happily ever after it's it's so well versed you know even if somebody were to call you up in your sleep and ask you this hey what happens at the end of that fairy tale how they lived happily ever after okay and here's the thing we need to apply what paul says here into our lives into our relationships we need to put behind that whole mindset or that whole thought that listen lived happily ever after it can happen it can i don't want to you know disillusion you this evening but i'm just saying listen there's work that needs to be put if you want to see something like that happen okay so that's what we covered you know the last two weeks that you know that we did the series okay you ready for today now we're getting into the pg13 part all right i've uh, today's week 3 i've titled today's message as definitely male any guy heard that before definitely male i'm hoping at least the old timers have heard this particular statement somewhere okay i'll i'll tell you why i came up with this title the reason i come up with definitely male two reasons why i'll tell you the second reason after i tell you the first um how many of you remember bajaj pulsar 2003 2004 okay some of you guys might have i don't know if they've still follow the same tagline along with bajaj pulsar but i remember my first bike that i ever bought was a bajaj pulsar okay the old model with the round headed light headlight stuff okay kick start we didn't have the self start thing then okay we used to like kick kick and yeah never mind okay but i'm just saying you know the pulsar ad or the tagline that they came along with was bajaj pulsar definitely male and this i'm telling you 2003 2004 when this bike actually first time it came out it was such a sensation amongst all the guys they're like definitely male because it's it had that macho look and i mean yeah fine you know what i'm talking about right so i i decided you know what today you know we're going to title this message as definitely male now here's the reason why you know i'm i'm putting this title as well what i want to do today technically in the next few minutes that we have together is i want to talk to the men offline and to the ones who are online okay so all you ladies all you girls here you know you can take a break this week okay uh, in other words you know i'm not saying please get up and leave say all right because as you listen to this whole message i'm telling you you'll find this fascinating all right you'll you'll find this whole thing fascinating if you sit and you actually listen to the entire message that is there all right so and let me tell you the reason why i want to talk to all the men today all right because what i want to do with today's message is i want to literally inspire all you guys all you men all right whether you're married whether you're not married listen i want to inspire all you men to be the man that god has called you to be when it comes to your relationships because can i tell you this i believe this with all of my heart god has called us men to be the trend setter or the initiator for every relationship that is there we are the ones who can make a difference we are the ones who can actually do something okay we are the ones who can actually set the pace of every relationship that is there and god has called us to be responsible for the relationships that is there all right now there's another reason why i want to talk to the men specifically when you know when it comes today you know we just saw what paul said a little earlier paul said listen we need to learn to put our childhood ways behind us and i believe that you know as men we need to learn to put our childhood ways behind us all right now um there's another reason why i want to say this okay i want us to have a biblical view of the woman okay and i'll tell you why this is such a huge thing this is such a huge this because the problem you know with culture today culture has presented women to us in a very very different and a negative light and it didn't start with this century it didn't start with the 21st century it has been like that portrayed like that for years together okay now um can i say this okay the stuff that i'm going to talk about today it's applicable to every woman that you know whether it's your mom whether it's your wife if you're married whether it's your girlfriend if you have one all right whoever it is if you're thinking about getting into a relationship with a girl it's applicable to every woman that is there that you know all right now here's the truth that i want you to listen to all right in our culture women all right are viewed presented and talked about as a commodity in our culture today women are viewed presented and talked about as a commodity now what's a commodity a commodity is something that we place a value on 
in other words you know it's like this you know man i like this so i'm going to put my money i'm going to buy it okay and the tendency is you know when i buy it i'm going to use it for what purposes i need and then once i'm done with it i can just throw it away or exchange it for something else if you remember week 1 we discussed this in little bit all right here's what we looked at you know if you remember the mobile phone do you remember the mobile phone sequence all right every time you want to buy a mobile phone what's the first thing you look for you look for the specs right you look for the specifications you look for the price you look for the fact that listen is this mobile phone suited or you know can i use this the way that i want i need it for we go ahead and buy one don't we and then we use it for the time you know that we need to use it and then what happens after a while either we get bored with it or you know you realize there's a new phone on the market and you know your phone is you know kind of getting old and conky and you know all those signs are there and what's the next thing that you do you look for a new phone and what do you do today you know thanks to all the online uh, shopping um what do you call that apps and the platforms that are there they give you a better bonus right they say listen exchange your old device for a new one and we do that why because that's a commodity and can i tell you this church can i tell you this all you guys woman has been given and presented to us in the same fashion and sometimes you know culture has been teaching us this that listen women are a commodity you know you can buy it you can use it and once you're done you can just discard it all right now can i tell you this okay you get this message from every movie that you see today somehow tv sitcoms are very popular okay every third person that i meet is watching one or two sitcoms you know or tv sit serials that are there all right every tv sitcom that you have listened to promotes this every internet website that you have visited promotes this all right and can i tell you this this is not something that was introduced in this century this particular idea or this particular fact that women are just like a commodity you know when it was actually presented it was presented right from the first century itself in fact you know some of the things that you know we're going to look at today you know when it was first introduced you know it was like a culture shock for the men to listen to something like this they couldn't accept it they couldn't understand it they couldn't just fathom or believe that you know there's something like this because they've never listened or heard something like this before women you know when you go back if you you know do a little bit of history research okay the romans and the greeks okay that's where this whole thing actually started off you know women were not just used as a commodity back in that century women were actually a commodity that was there back then the romans and the greeks you know they had so many slaves they had male and female slaves that were there you know what they used to do the female slaves they could do whatever they wanted with them in other words you know if they wanted to have sex with them they would have sex with them if they wanted to you know they felt that okay man enough is enough they would actually discard them and they could actually get them killed and here's the thing nobody would actually come and question them hey what did you do with that female slave nobody would question them that things had gotten so bad in that century that you know what had gone on to become people actually started you know just the whole idea of marriage became a joke because you know the men the roman men especially you know they were thinking man why should we get married to a woman i can have you know any woman that i want as a slave i can have sex as many number of times with as many women as i want why go through the whole hassle of you know marriage and wife and all of those things in the first place in fact you know things had gotten so bad that you know the 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 they say that you know history says or records this that women, the the female the girl babies were not even wanted in that culture because they had no value they had no status they had no respect nothing was given to them so why have so what they would do when the female girl was born they would either throw them off you know into a river or they would just leave them on the streets to die women literally had no status in that particular culture so, you know <laughs> roman you know the government they say the history says that you know roman government marriages were completely become obsolete back then that you know the roman government had to pass a mandate stating that listen you guys need to get married okay it was so bad women had you know they degraded the level of the woman so bad that women were considered are just a commodity to be used and to be thrown it was into this culture Jesus came. Jesus spoke. 
it was into this culture that you know peter his follower came along later and he started speaking into this it was later that you know the apostle paul came in and he started speaking into this particular situation and you know the 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 uh, you know the early churches you know when the first century churches had actually started do you know where most of the women were found they were found inside the churches you know why because the status of the you know the status was so elevated for the women inside of the churches because of what jesus had taught and spoken because of what you know uh, peter had spoken and because of what paul had spoken women used to flock into the churches now i'm not saying you know things have changed today if you take a count you know between women versus men in the church, every church i think women always still are a large number but anyways i'm just saying okay i just think that's always the case but i'm just saying listen women used to flock into the churches why because for the first time in their lives their statuses were elevated they were respected they were given honor you know they were you know finally seen as someone that jesus had died for and the men were still you know trying to cope up with this whole culture shock You know this is what you know Jesus came in you know and he's he's the one who started it all and you know he, one day he got his guys together and he told you know I'm I'm going to tell you guys something new okay and John records this okay John's gospel chapter 13 verse 34 here's what he says we we saw this a little earlier a new commandment I give to you that you love one another as I have loved you that you also love one another Jesus is speaking to the guys there and he's saying listen guys I want you to understand something I want you to love one another the way that I have loved you and the guys are sitting there and they're thinking probably you know what i understand jesus what you're saying okay there's this brother who's sitting next to me i understand i need to love him but you're saying love everybody are you even talking about the woman and you know what jesus said i'm talking even about the i want you to love the woman as i have loved you and the guys there you know for them it was it was strange it was crazy it was an idea you know which they had never perceived you know ever before all this time till jesus came and introduced something like this you know later you know in that same you know scripture there jesus goes on to say this you know verse 35 by this by this by the way that you, you know you love honor and respect the woman by the way that you love honor and respect everybody that you know regardless of their position in society regardless of their sex regardless of who they are by this everyone will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another it was a new concept for them they just couldn't accept it they couldn't this you know paul later the apostle paul he came along he contextualized again you know what jesus had said here and here's what he goes on to say in his letter to the church at ephesus you know here's what he says ephesians chapter 5 verse 25 husbands love your wives just as christ also loved the church and gave himself for her i want you to think about this just for a moment why would paul you know in writing all of the things that he was writing why would paul actually take a time out and say husband 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 okay listen listen one important thing i want to communicate to all of you husbands i want you to love your wife the way that christ loved the church and you need to give your life for your wife the way that christ died for the church and i'm telling you the men are sitting there and they're listening and they're wondering and they're thinking that Paul I understand everything that you've told me so far but now you're telling me that listen I need to die for my wife but 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 Paul you don't know my wife <laughs> and you're telling me that I need to die for her I, I you need to die for your wife that's exactly what Jesus was talking about because that's how Jesus loved you and you know i'm thinking i mean you know you married men okay don't worry okay unmarried guys i'm i'm coming back after you after this <laughs> but listen it was such a profound thing the whole idea that you know you need to give your life for her was such a different thing was it such a new teaching that they never could comprehend or accept this one particular truth at all and you know can i tell you this young guys okay especially all the unmarried ones okay let's you've got to start practicing this right now because trust me you married men you sitting around here will tell you this okay 
it's something that you know we are learning on an everyday basis if you guys can actually start practicing thing right now start sacrificing your life for your mom for your sister if you have one you know even if you're in a relationship for that woman for that girl i'm telling you things will start changing about in your relationships peter okay he comes along now peter you know is a little different why because peter has been with jesus peter has seen some of the ridiculous and radicaler thing that you know jesus has done he seen you know there was this one incident where you know peter was along with jesus and you know jesus was talking to this woman at this well you know she was a samaritan okay forget the fact that you know you don't talk to samaritans and let alone you're talking to a woman okay and jesus did not just stop at talking to that samaritan woman you know what he went on to do jesus actually offered to drink you know the water that she had drawn from from in that bucket and you know <laughs> these guys were standing there and they were looking and jesus I mean come on she's a woman why would you want to drink you know from her we can get you one we are your disciples i mean she's a samaritan forget that she's a woman why would you want to do something like that you know later you know there was a huge crowd of people one day around jesus and you know here's jesus he's actually kneeling down now you know at the feet of this woman who was caught in adultery and he's talking to her i mean come on i mean you know she's a woman that's one thing and top of that she's a woman who was caught in the act of adultery and here is jesus actually talking to that woman i'm telling you the disciples were mind blown the men at that area were blind mind blown by this the same peter who had seen all of this who had seen what jesus had modeled in front of him peter writes to the church and here's what he says you know first peter chapter 3 verse 7 husbands in the same way be considerate be considerate as you live with your wives and treat them with respect i want to stop here before we go into the rest part of the verse i want to, husbands you know in the same way that jesus did things for you jesus loved you jesus sacrificed his life be considerate as you live with your wives and treat them with respect this word respect you know you search the whole new testament in the greek you know you find it not in very many places you find this very prominently being displayed this one particular word and do you know what this word respect means this word respect literally means you know assign them honor assign them honor assign them respect not because they deserve it maybe they are not very honorable but you've got to learn to assign them with respect and honor and you know here's what peter goes on to say peter goes on to say listen treat them with respect as the weaker partner now ladies okay don't don't get offended by this okay especially if you're feminist you might probably get really get offended with that okay relax okay what it means here is not the fact that you know that the men are stronger than you if they are stronger than you it all it means is probably they can defeat you in an arm wrestling match that's all it means it's in their no way superior to you or you know you're inferior to them nothing like that okay peter was literally making a statement listen probably you know little more brawnier than you are i'm just saying okay so don't get offended with that but listen here's what he's saying The reason why I want you to treat them with respect. The reason why I want you to assign them with honor. As a weaker part is because of this one thing. Because they are heirs with you of the gracious gift of life. And I'm thinking, you know, many many people would have probably many of the men would have come and said, "Peter, you don't understand. You don't know my wife. She's not very honorable." she does a lot of things that you know that doesn't deserve respect that you know that is she is completely disrespectful i get all that but here's what i don't want you to miss i want you to assign them with respect i want you to assign them with honor you know why because she was created in the same image of god as you are created and the same jesus who died for you died for her and that is why i want you to assign them with respect because they are equal heirs with you when it comes to the gracious gift of life and can i tell you this you know you know why peter actually mentions over there you know as you know the weaker partner because back in the day back in the culture back then men were definitely regarded with their bronze okay in other words you know the might and the power and the strength of a man was heavily considered back in the day and he's saying listen i don't want you to channelize all of that strength and all of that power and all of that energy you know in the wrong directions but channel all of that power and might and strength that you have at assigning these 
women with respect and with honor and you know what peter goes on to say at the end of that verse he said listen guys if you don't do this god may not answer your prayers okay, that's what it says you know so that nothing will hinder your prayers is it possible guys that maybe god is not answering your prayers because you don't treat the woman that god has placed around you with respect and honor i want you to think about that for a moment and that is exactly what peter is saying listen so that nothing you treat them with respect you treat them they may not deserve honor they may you know have nothing you know that's worthy of honor but you learn to treat them with respect you will see god answering every prayer that you make now you know one of the qualities if you remember i don't know how many of you remember you know we looked at every quality that paul lists out in first corinthians chapter 13 okay one of them i had deliberately left out okay and that's from this you know first corinthians 13:5 it says love does not dishonor others love doesn't dishonor anybody love honors them love respects you know love make sure and can i tell you okay just a quick way you know when i talk about honor you know you know what honor is you know what's the easiest way to remember honor okay honor is oh simple as honor is you know when you look at somebody and like Because you just, you know, you're so hard. You're so, wow, you know, man. That's all. And that's exactly the way God wants us to treat and respect the woman. You know, uh, um, when I was preparing this, you know, one of the thoughts that came in my mind was, you know, I, I'm sure many of us are guilty of saying this, you know, when it comes to respecting or honoring somebody. All right. I know I'm guilty of this. Okay. Sometimes, you know, we make this statement, you know what? they need to earn my respect have you ever made that statement about people that you don't like all right they don't deserve respect you know if they if they want my respect haha if they want my respect they've got to earn it we make that statement i know i'm guilty of that i've made that statement so many times with people that i don't like saying they, they don't deserve respect look at what they're doing and you know you take a list of everything that they're doing and you find out all the negatives about that person and you say these are the reasons why they don't deserve my respect you know what you know jesus would say to that you know what you know paul and peter would say to that oh, hey hey you got it all wrong listen you've got to treat them with respect not because they deserve respect and you might be right of all the negative qualities that you know you mention about that person you might be absolutely right that you know they don't deserve your respect but do you know why they deserve your respect because the same jesus who loved you and respected you you know what condition you were in you know exactly where you were in when jesus picked you up he respected you and if he would respect you he expects that you disrespect you respect these people as well even though they don't deserve that can i tell you this church this is why guys we need to learn to renew our mind we need to learn to renew our mind to think correctly and we need to make up our minds to behave differently we've got to learn to renew our minds and we've got to learn to make a decision a conscious decision that listen you know what i'm going to behave differently when it comes to the women that is there around me so i want to you know quickly talk about two things and then we're going to close okay to the guys all right about how to renew your mind are you ready for this okay I hope the guys are taking notes. If you're not taking notes, make sure you go back and get the podcast, all right? Here's the first thing that I want you to do. All right? By today evening, you know, when you go back, um, you know, to your homes, to your hostels, wherever you are, all right? I want you to take up, you know, your playlist that you have, all right? Maybe you're into listening to music, maybe you have a playlist, a set playlist. Take up the playlist, okay? Scan through every song lyrics that are there. Number 1. Take up, you know, the TV sitcoms that you're regularly into. then probably have you know the whole hard drive full of those tv sitcoms or whatever scan through every one of them all right take up the movies that you have scan through every one of them and here's what i want you to do if there is any reference to women all right 
in any of the music in any of the movies in any of the tv sitcoms that if there's any reference to women as a bitch as a slut as a whore i want you to delete it off as soon as you can I, maybe you didn't hear me right okay you seem all stunned you know right now okay if there is a reference to women as a bitch as a slut as a whore you've got to delete that off your playlist by tonight shocking isn't it what do you got to do do you know why i'll tell you why because any label that you place on somebody that's the way that you will treat those people ultimately and you know girls women okay listening online all of you listen i think it just goes for you as well some of i've heard some of the girls when they get into fight they actually refer to each other as that bitch and this bitch and tell me listen you've got to stop labeling people i don't know if you know about this okay do you know or did you know that in every country that there was a genocide or that there was a slavery this thing that was started off do you know how they actually started it off they started it off by labeling people to dehumanize them below you know by you know where they are they dehumanize them by calling them and ascribing them certain labels on their heads okay um example okay uh, rwanda i mean if any one of you seen the movie hotel rwanda okay it kind of describes that in a better way there was a massive thing that happened at rwanda okay rwanda there were two groups of people there were the hutus and the tutsis okay the hutus were the smaller group of people the tutsis were huge in number and you know what the hutus decided to do they decided that listen we want to eliminate the tutsis you know what they started off with they labeled the tutsis as cockroaches they said listen the tutsis are just cockroaches they just cockroaches they call what do you do with a cockroach you just stamp them and they're gone history goes on to record 800000 tutsis were killed you know without recognition they were labeled as cockroaches and the hutus started seeing the tutsis they just a cockroach is a cockroach is a cockroach another incident nazi germany nazis okay they called the jewish women whores and the jewish men were rats jewish people they just rats they just rats they just rats they kept you know labeling these people that and what do you do with rats you simple you exterminate the rats with the label that they had placed on the rats on the jewish people they started trying to exterminate the entire jewish race you know the story of the nazis there shouldn't exist that kind of culture anywhere in society anywhere and can i tell you this if you you know have ascribed a label to a woman as one of those three words can i tell you over a period of time you will start seeing them as the labels that you have ascribed them women are created in the image of god they are created in the image of god and the same jesus that died for you has died for them so who are we to label them something that's below or inferior god never wanted that and god doesn't want so get rid of any of the content you know that has these labels in them and i realize that you know after today some of you may not have nothing to watch or see or hear but okay. here's the second thing all right i'm just going to say it and because you know i'm going to be coming back to this in the next couple of weeks as well okay so i'm going to say it out straight up front and we're going to you know do this a little more probably in the next two weeks okay but here's what i want you to do this first thing i want you to erase those things okay that labels them as that and here's the second thing you need to stop watching erotic imagery or porn you've just got to stop okay <laughs> now you probably heard this before okay but um, i'll never forget you know you know this this uh, one time i heard this and i want to you know give that to you do you know that every time you entertain yourself with pornography do you know what you're actually doing you're actually sitting in a school and the school teaches you three very specific things you know what these three very specific things are i think it's there up on the screen right okay porn teaches you three things okay number one a real body isn't good enough okay men you want to practice saying that together a real body isn't good enough come on 
We don't want to say that. One body isn't good enough. And here's the last thing. Your wife's body isn't good enough. Every time you watch pornography, okay, and I realize, you know, this is not just true with the men. I know there are girls also who are watching pornography, but I'm telling you, listen, every time you entertain yourself with porn, you entertain yourself with, you know, women who are, dig, you know, undressing themselves and getting into acts of stuff, okay, here are three things that you keep teaching yourself without you even being aware of it. Number one, a real body isn't good enough. Number two, our one body isn't good enough. Number three, your wife's body isn't good enough. Can I tell you this church, especially the guys here, there's so many marriages who are struggling, you know, to just to have intimacy because the men are so addicted into porn. They just cannot, you know, the wife's body just cannot satisfy, you know, what they want. They can't. They struggle with it. They battle through it. They toil through the whole thing. Why? Because in their minds, without them being aware, these three lessons have been constantly been bombarded into them. Listen, a real body is just not good enough for you. So when they're trying to get intimate, when they're trying to, you know, have sex, they just can't because, you know, in their mind, they're filled up with all of this erotic imagery and everything that they have actually polluted their minds with, that when they're actually into the act of doing it, the godly way, the way that God has designed it for them, they just can't. They just can't. And, you know, <laughs> can I tell you this? Listen, if you are in the school, you need to check out or get dismissed or, you know, walk out of the school as soon as you can. Because the more you stay in the school, the school sets you up for extraordinary disappointment. You know, some of you young, you know, singles, you know, you know what you guys are thinking probably. Listen, all this porn and all that is just a pastime. All right. It's just, you know, just, you know, time pass and stuff. You know, when I get married, when I'm with my wife, you know, all of this porn stuff will go away. Okay. You ask the married man, and they'll tell you. It doesn't go away like that. It doesn't go away like that. If you think that, you know, you get married and all of this stuff will be just completely gone off the top, it's not going to go off like that. It's not. These, because you've been in the school for so many times and the school has taught you so well these three lessons, it's going to keep bombarding at your face every time you try to get intimate with your wife. I promise you that. They just cannot you know, even move beyond a certain particular point. And I'm not saying this is easy, but listen, you know, uh, research, you know, what they say is two things that they've discovered is that, you know, pornography, uh, you know, is actually like a drug. And you know what this drug does? It actually deadens your desire for real sex. It does. It deadens your desire for real sex. And so many times, you know what the problem with, you know, watching these kind of movies, you know what we're actually doing with ourselves? We're actually labeling the woman as a commodity. That's what they are. They're just a commodity. I'm not satisfied with this. I can go to the next clip. I'm not satisfied with this. I'm not satisfied with this or this. I watched this last time. I need to get into another clip. And we keep searching. We keep hunting, you know, for new stuff, for new content, for new women. Why? Because in our minds, this whole con you know, the idea that women are just a commodity has been so labeled in our minds that we just cannot think beyond it. So, I want to challenge you guys to do something about this now. You should do this now because can I tell you this, listen, especially young unmarried guys, listen, Start dealing with this right now. And, and you know, after listening to all of this and you say that, listen, Danny, I understand everything that you're saying, but it's just a pastime for me. I can get out of it as soon as I want. Listen, if you don't do this right now, here's what I want you to do, okay? If you are into a relationship right now with somebody, okay, or if you're actually contemplating, if you have, you know, a fiancé or you're planning to get married to somebody, I want you to go and tell them these three things. You know what I want you to go and tell these girls, you know, that you, you know, planning to get into a relationship with or whatever that is there. Here's what I want you to tell them, okay? I want you to go to the girls and I want you to tell them, you know what? A real body is not good enough for me. You got to tell them that, okay? You got, I mean, save the girls some trouble, all right? Go ahead and tell them that, you know, or, you know, your body is not good enough for me. One body is not good enough for me. You know what? And your body? will not do it for 
because that's the truth otherwise you know what you're really doing you're actually branding yourself as a liar in front of the girls that you think you'll have to spend the rest of your life do something about it right and what do you do listen if you want to do something about this okay as i said we're going to come back into this probably the week after and the week after that okay I'm still preparing that but here's what i want you to do listen i want you to go back all right if there's any of you you know struggling with this particular thing i want you to go back into the presence of our heavenly father first and i want you to come clean in front of him and say that listen lord i have a problem with this particular thing i struggle with it i'm addicted to it i you know i cannot deal with this thing that's number one you know what i want is what else you should be doing i want you to you know if you have you know Uh, your internet sites if you have apps you know that actually prompt you you know with little bit of porn here and there and you know or just you know it's not full porn or if it's like semi porn whatever it is listen first thing if you can do all right if you can at least just delete off those apps completely from your phone if you know that this app is actually causing you to go to porn delete it off your phone right of your computer of you know whatever that actually gives you access now here's another thing that i want you to do your password of your phone of your you know whatever password protected that you have of stuff you know which you don't want anybody else to see share your password to someone that you trust give them permission to see what you're seeing give them permission to access what you're accessing the more you start bringing this out into the light you know what's going to happen that hold that the enemy has on your life in this particular area is going to come crashing down just like that and you know what over time and here's here's another thing that i wanted to say all right take one year off take one year to stay committed to taking off this particular thing called pornography and start doing those things over and over again i'm not saying that you know one you just decided tonight and you go back and you're doing all these things and bingo you know you're free from all of this no it's going to take some time it's going to take some effort so take a year off you know mark it on your calendars today till the next year of the same day mark your calendars and see how much you've progressed and can i tell you over a period of time god willing you men will be the man that god has called you to become you will be the man that god wants you to be for that one girl whom god has kept in store for you but it's going to take effort it's going to take time it's going to take effort it's going to take some accountability it's going to take some serious work because here's what i want to tell you guys there's a lot of girls out there okay who think good guys don't exist anymore do you know that there are a lot of guys who, you know girls who think that way you know what there's no good guys all guys are the same like you know the title of this message i never wanted to bring it to this but you know yeah, they're all guys they're all the same they're always like this the girls who think like that what if we men the few of us here could be you know a group of that distinct one of a kind kind of a man the women i've never seen before and they look at us and say i think god has done something with that person i want to challenge you guys listen to be the men that god has called you to become shall we close in prayer father we just want to thank you lord once again for this time lord we know this is not an easy message to hear lord especially lord for all of us men who are here lord and lord i'm not preaching to them as much as i'm preaching to myself lord father we know that you have a great plan and purpose for each of us men who have been here lord whoever is listening to us lord father who are online who is offline lord every one of us you have a plan for lord and i pray lord jesus that you would touch us lord father lord Lord just like we heard today Lord we know that the culture is promoting this thing Lord Father that women are just a commodity that can be used and thrown Lord Father 
but lord we want to change our minds lord we want to renew our minds lord and we want to be people lord father lord of a changed perspective lord father we want to be the ones lord father lord who are going to assign these people with honor lord assign these women with honor lord father lord maybe some of these women don't deserve our honor lord but lord father you looked at us lord father even when we did not deserve anything we did not deserve your respect we did not deserve your honor lord but yet lord you honored and respected us lord father even though we were not honorable because you loved us lord and you elevated our status lord father to who we are today lord father we believe that you have done the same with every woman that we know lord even the women that we watch on screen lord father even the women lord father lord who are into doing all of these indecent acts lord father we know that you have died for them lord you have given your life for them because you love them lord you have created them in your own image lord father and lord we pray that revelation would come into our hearts this evening lord father i want to pray for every man in this place lord father I I pray Lord that you would touch them Lord and enable them to see this truth Lord Father and they would start learning to respect Lord they would start learning to assigning them with honor Lord Father the way that you have honored us Lord that we would honor them Lord God oh I pray Lord Jesus that Lord that this would be the turning point for many of us Lord Father this would be the change Lord Father Lord that is going to be the beginning of the things that are going to come Lord so that Lord in a day Lord Father Lord we can Lord Father stand up and say and finally become all that you have called us to become lord father lord we want to be the men lord father lord that you have called us to be in this culture and in this day lord father lord i want to pray lord father lord that lord that you would take this word lord and you would deposit it in the hearts of everyone who's listening lord even the women here lord father lord lord if they have looked down upon themselves lord if they have labeled themselves lord father lord be below what you are looking at them father i pray that you would break that right now in the name of jesus lord i thank you father lord lord for what you're doing lord father i pray lord in the days to come that we would be the men and the women that you have called us to become lord we thank you we praise you father in jesus most mighty and precious name we pray amen to say the benediction may the love of god our father the grace of our lord jesus christ and the fellowship of the holy spirit be with each and every one of us now and forevermore amen that really spoke to me and i pray that it spoke to you as well i want you to remember this it doesn't matter what you're going through and where you're at our heavenly father is always with you i want to say this if you need prayer or you want to reach out to us send us an email or dm us on instagram you know let us know if we can serve you in any way just a reminder don't forget to subscribe so that you can tune in with us again and i'm really hoping to see you next week